I've been thinking about my favorite Torah portion. You know, the one you say I'm obsessed with? You are quite obsessed with it. We were talking about a certain idol made out of a precious metal. We are! It's the golden calf! Yes! And I'm Seth, and welcome to the Golden Podcast. One story, two friends, infinite understandings. Hey, Seth. What's up, Emmy? Today I want to talk about a phrase that's come up for me in other aspects of my life. Well, it's twofold. Part of it is trust people when they tell you how they feel Mm -hmm. and then the other is we are the own experts of our life so thinking about those two things together if we believe that people are the experts of their own lives then we need to trust them when they tell us how they feel and what they need yeah nice so i'm thinking about it in terms of the story of course oh you mean the story of the golden calf I do mean that one, yes. And thinking about how the Israelites know what's best for them. Mm. Like if we can hold that and say they know their own experience, we can't tell them how to feel. Like if we can hold all of these things, right, how does God and Moses' role fit into that? You're giving me a look. No, I'm not giving you a look. I'm just thinking, well... You've just totally pardoned the Israelites. For now. For now. <laughs> no, no, I, I think no, I think there's something there that's really insightful. So the idea that the Israelites in expressing the desire for the calf in the first place were not trying to be defiant, we're not trying to be sinful, and I'm doing air quotes, you can see that. But they were expressing a real deep need that they had at the moment that the calf was a manifestation of. Totally. And so the initial reaction of God and Moses to be angry and to violently angry against them was misguided. I would say, in a word, yes, misguided. (laughs) In a very soft word. Yes, in a way that lets them off Off the hook. Off the hook, too. Fair, fair, fair. Okay, so where so where do you where do you take that? So what does that mean? I think about it or it's interesting the way that you were describing it. Like it's not like they're being defiant or like actively trying to be defiant against God. It's that they identified a need and Moses wasn't there to fulfill that need in the way that they wanted or the way that they needed in that moment. And so they took it upon themselves to treat themselves, saying, I know what I need. This is something that will help me. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's amazing, that like self-reflection to be like, hey, I'm not feeling very good. And here's something that can help me feel more at peace. Yeah. Wow. That's great. You just totally turned my view of the story. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, working on it. Yeah, I think that's really that's that's a really neat way of understanding 
this story or, or the initial question of understanding the initial desire of the Israelites to have this golden calf. And just like it's like the question where we talked about the, the anger piece and how the anger of God and Moses could have been tempered by the ability to step back and say, like, wait, what's, what's really going on here? Mm-hmm. And why might this have occurred? It's almost the same thing as you're saying, that, we, that the Israelites, at least we reading the story now, or just within the story itself, that there was a self of, maybe it's unstated in the text, but a, self, a sense of self-awareness among the Israelites about what they wanted in that moment. And maybe if they maybe the result could have been something different. Mm-hmm. Maybe that comes down to Aaron, right? Aaron could have said like, whoa, 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 whoa. A golden calf is not really a good idea. God's going to get really pissed off at that. But I see where you're coming from. Let's do this other thing. Mm-hmm. Like identifying what is the underlying need that this calf is, that you, you think this calf will serve for you and let's instead address the root of the issue Mm -hmm. and maybe that's where this whole thing goes to hell in a handbasket when there because nobody's really addressing the root issues here what do you see those issues as being i mean i think everybody has sort of root issues around here that aren't being addressed right Mm -hmm. so for the israelites it's about it's about their trauma of coming out of slavery it's about their insecurity at what's coming next mm-hmm. uh it's the fact that their leader is gone mm-hmm. and says that he's coming back but they don't have any proof of that and just the general state of being in transition and in a liminal space where it's which is very scary i think yeah the question of how can we help one another feel safe in this moment Like, that could be something that Aaron could be like, I'm hearing you say that you are scared. How can I support you Mm -hmm. in doing that? And maybe that meant building the golden calf. And maybe that meant having, like, a, you know, a discussion or a support group. Or I don't know. It could have been a lot of things. I'm thinking now of, like, expanding this outward and thinking about how this idea operates in our present moment thinking about it as like harm reduction services mm-hmm. or victim-led healing um, and how those are, to me, to me, they are very important initiatives that put the power with the people who are experiencing the thing. Yeah. And just that, that base desire for safety that, that you raise. Yeah, yeah. That's really important. That's really important. And that nobody's thinking... Like even from the get-go, Moses could have thought like, you know, maybe going up to the mountain for 40 days is not really going to be the best idea. True, true, true. Maybe God could like, I don't know, come down here. Yeah, I'll meet, I'll meet you down there. Yeah, or pick a smaller mountain that we can climb up. Unless, just to let Moses off the hook a little bit, maybe he just misjudged. Like maybe he just... Well, maybe that's not off the hook. Maybe he mis- just misjudged what the Israelites need, which they give expression to in the desire of the calf. But then he could have also asked or figured out or thought more about what the Israelites need. And I think that that idea that we that we want to be safe mm-hmm. as a really base human need, I think that's really powerful. I'm glad you raised that. I think a lesson in here is asking 
like if we're in a, if we are in a place to ask others how can i best support you in that moment mm-hmm. if you are able to give mm-hmm. you know and truly listening mm-hmm. and not trying to project your solutions onto them right and not necessarily offering help or offering suggestions unless they ask for it i think it's both i think it's both like asking people what they need and being okay if they don't have an answer mm-hmm. and also other people feeling like it's okay to ask for what they need. Right. And maybe if it comes down to the the relationship, you might be able to guide someone or nudge them in a particular way. Because if the need that they're expressing, maybe it's ultimately in the long run might not be helpful, even though it might meet an immediate need, it might in the long term might not be helpful. That there are ways, depending on our relationships and connection, to, to tease that out. Yeah. And to do that, to, to, to honor both aspects of it, of reaching out, seeing what people need, people expressing what they need. And then if what emerges from that needs some massaging or tweaking, then you can come to a place where everybody has their needs met. Totally. And that can only happen when we truly hear one another. Mm-hmm. Nice. Thanks for listening. Thanks for raising it. So much to talk about in this golden calf. Till next time. Till next time. Thank you for listening to the Golden Podcast. Our theme music is Degrowth Part 1 by Tsara. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. For more information, like us on Facebook or visit us at www.rabbi360.com. Until next time. <laughs>